great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. In a minute or so, we will look back at the primary election. Political consultant Brad Gertzman will be calling in again in just a minute. But I, I ha- there are a couple of things that we have to get to, and there are a lot of issues over the course of this hour. So let me start with Mayor Adams. On one issue, I agree with the mayor. I get it. The saxophone player on the subway is beloved. People love him. But understand, the NYPD was correct to arrest him. You just can't have people doing whatever they feel like doing, even if it's earning a living on the subway. That's what the problem is. But, oh, boy, the gloves are off. The issue I disagree with Adams is about a fellow co-host here at WABC, the former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani, considering his role in turning New York around, is entitled to respect. He earned it the hard way. Adams, you're going to hear the mayor in just a second, is calling on the Staten Island District Attorney to prosecute Giuliani over the slap on the back incident. Giuliani is demanding that Adams resign as mayor. There's also been a horrible shooting that I will get to uh, taking the life of a a young woman, uh, pushing the stroller. I'll tell you about that in just a second. But I want you to listen to Adams making his case as it relates to Mayor Giuliani. But on this one, Adams is dead wrong. Think about what happened here. I, I don't know if many people really understand what happened here. The uh, former mayor made several serious allegations. He was, he was, it was reported. He was videoed saying things that happened. Those things did not happen. Because of his report to the police department, a person went to jail for 24 hours. I don't know if people know what it's like being in jail when you did not commit a crime. You never get over that. This person's life has been changed because of what, as all of us saw, the pat on the back was not a punch to the head. It was not knocking someone to the ground. 
And I believe, just as we've done in other cases where Karen incident happened in Central Park uh, and other incidents, I believe the uh, DA should look at that and determine what the final outcome is. Wow. So what I'm thinking about, and I speak of firsthand knowledge, having covered Giuliani as, as mayor. Giuliani, Mayor Adams just made a reference to the Karen type situation. And I, I generally don't like talking like that, but but I have to be uh, historical in terms of quoting what he just actually said. And to to even mention Giuliani's name as it relates to that, do you know how many African-American lives Rudy Giuliani saved as mayor of New York City and took enormous criticism for doing what was in the best interest. He took criticism from me at City Hall every day, every single day. He he deserves better. Rudy Giuliani deserves better. Another issue we are going to uh, get to And in a moment, we're going to be taking your telephone calls at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Something very interesting happened as it relates to Rikers Island. A contentious city council hearing this week on Rikers, the issue of Rikers, focusing on safety. And I, for one, believe that the city of New York needs the feds to come in and take over. The city cannot clean up this mess. And what are you talking about, Dominic? Well, the committee chair, Carlina Rivera, her quote, not mine, hers. Since our last hearing, four people have died in custody on Rikers, including three just last week. That's dead wrong, folks. It should not be that way. So I'm also going to break down. We're going to continue to talk about Rikers. I'm interested in in your perspective and how do we clean this up. In my opinion, the the feds must come in. But joining us right now is a political consultant, Brad Gersman on the primaries that were were held uh, on Tuesday. And then in a few minutes, we're going to be taking your telephone calls, folks. But let's start with Mr. Gersman. Mr. Gersman, thank you for appearing. Thanks, Dominic. Thanks for having me on. Well, always. One, what stood out to you as 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 we uh, ended the primary campaign this week? Well, what always stands out in a primary to me is voter turnout, and it was particularly bad this 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 uh, this round. And um, you know, in addition, uh, you know, the governor she did just so well; she won every one of the counties. Um, I think that's a pretty resounding, um, uh, I guess, feeling for her by the Democratic Party, by the people who vote in primaries. And, um, you know, Tom Swazi didn't win Nassau, and um, Jamani didn't win Brooklyn. So uh, that's that's a heck of a win. Indeed. So 
handicap, if you will, this morning, the Lee Zeldin uh, Governor Hoku race, because as you said, on in the primary on the Democratic side, Hoku won all 62 counties in the state of New York, and that has not happened for some time. So analyze the fall campaign, if you will. Yeah, look. Lee Zeldin did terrific in a uh, a tough, heated campaign against uh, his other Republican uh, uh, opponents. You know, look, we're two to one Democrat to Republican in New York State. It's a tough road to hoe to uh, get to a victory for Republican in a statewide. Uh, Lee Zeldin um, is a terrific candidate. Uh, and in addition, there is a significant amount of momentum, if you look at, at the last cycle, um, of Republican enthusiasm to, you know, to, to uh, create some opportunities for uh, Republican candidates. Uh, they won in Long Island, hands down, everywhere, even in Democratic districts, uh, where there was just a Republican name on the ballot. Uh, I believe that the Republicans will be uh, equally or more enthusiastic, more motivated to get to the polls to try to change what they see as a uh, wrong direction for the state. Uh, That will play in Lee Zeldin's favor. Uh, And, again, Lee Zeldin is a tireless worker and someone who I believe is, uh, you know, has a very, very strong following. Uh, If the Republicans get together and, you know, get behind their one candidate at this point, which I'm sure they will. Um, they, Lee Zeldin probably has as good or better chance than any Republican in uh, recent history. Well, you know, Brad, you just brought up a good point, and we are chatting this morning with Brad Gersman, a high, uh, high-powered high attorney in the state of New York and top political consultant. And in a second, folks, we're going to take your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Brad, I only have about a minute and a half left here, but you brought up the good point that I didn't even consider the most recent election where in Nassau County, and you made a great point when you look at the district attorney there now, you look at the county executive there now, Mr. Blakeman, no one gave them much of a chance, but yet they won. No doubt about it. I mean, this was, uh, you know, eye-popping victory for Republicans on Long Island. Uh, It was something that, I, you know, I, I... I feel it. I live on Long Island. I understand the Republicans, uh, you know, really changed the game. And uh, if that enthusiasm, you know, flows over into this general election, uh, you know, Kathy Hochul is going to have her hands full uh, to, uh, you know, prevail in November. I close with you this way before we go to the telephone calls. It was a bad night for any Democrat. Uh, in the assembly that had AOC, for the most part, that had her endorsement. Are we looking at the beginning of the end, perhaps, of her influence? Well, I'm not sure if this is going to be the beginning of the end of her influence. Uh, The Democratic Socialist Party is something uh, that has to be dealt with, um, and I think that will continue, and I think it will be in spots. I don't think it's going to be, you know, across the board like uh, they they would hope for. But no doubt, uh, they're someone that we have to contend with and someone in a, in a group that has influence in certain areas of New York City. Brad Gersman, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Dominic. And so now it's time to go to uh, your telephone calls. 
I'll get to the saxophonist in just a second. I have never understood the logic of people believing that they can hustle on the subway and then feel that they have a right to do so. I I don't get it. I, I don't get it. You know, some of the kids want to dance in front of you, you know, for a dollar or so. And, and, th- and then sometimes the music is so loud that, that they're playing. And so the NYPD cracked down and, this man on Go, a GoFundMe page, the saxophonist that was arrested, has pulled in $113,000 after being arrested. What a great hustle. $113,000. And we're also going to get to the issue of Rikers. But the woman walking with a baby stroller shot to death on the Upper East Side. Here we go again starting to be a nightly occurrence. And we're going to your calls. And um, we got a lot to deal with this morning. The woman was killed after she was shot in the head, pushing a baby stroller. This happened around 825 uh, last night, literally, what, four hours ago, at Lex and East 95th Street. Police say the three-month-old baby was also rushed to the hospital but was unharmed. So let's start with the uh, telephone calls. Let's begin with Chris in the Bronx. Good morning, Chris. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good morning, Dominic. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Nice listening to you. But the only I have something to say about the slap on the back. Now, we were talking about somebody being slapped on the back, and uh, that was was your mayor, Giuliani. But why bring black people? into this when we're talking about someone else's, you know, I, I think that's okay. Unfair. Wait, 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 bring, Chris, wait, I'm, I'm a little, co- wait, wait, I'm a little, I didn't hear you, Chris. I'm a little confused. You, I, you said, why bring, did you say black people? I couldn't hear what you said. Wait, wait, now, now I can't understand you at all, but I, I didn't know. Now I hear you. So one okay. more time, what, what do African-Americans have to do with this? on the back. When you bring him up, he came for me, but black African American. Oh, when I when I say on the, on his back. Ah, okay. When it was a different. No, 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 no. The, oh, okay, back. okay. Now I get it. Your phone is going in and out. The only reason why I brought up how many black lives Giuliani saved as mayor is because Mayor Adams made a reference to the quote unquote. Karen type situations in which white women have been accused of uh, falsely reporting African Americans. And so to even mention that in the same breath of a name of a Giuliani, I feel is not right. It's not right. Rudy Giuliani has done too much for this city. And let me be clear, right? Because I'm about to go to Stan in Forest Hills and it says here too much respect for Giuliani. So Stan, is that accurate? Uh, up to a point, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, why, why do you say here's that? Your, here's your problem, and, and you know I love you. I go love ahead, you. go ahead, go here's ahead. Here's your problem, okay? The man you admire 30 years ago does not exist anymore, okay? That's number one. Number two. I have Bill, more respect for him today. Well, that's, that's your opinion. I don't. Right. Okay. okay. Bill Bratton, Howard Safer, Safer, I think his name is Howard Safer, Ray Kelly were the architects of the 
situation no, that happened. No, they were no, the no, no, no. You see, Stan, I, 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 I can. I. <laughs> One of the great things about being around as long as I have been is what I'm trying to say, and you know you're my buddy, I'm not one of these beginning reporters that you a person can just say anything and it's just going to stick to the wall. It was all Giuliani's plan from day one, and he went and found the right police commissioners to carry it out. It was not the commissioners. It was the mayor. It was his approach and his attitude, and he was the one that started holding those meetings that are now in oh, just about every city where, where they, the police brass meet at one one police plaza or wherever the police headquarters may be, and, and they, they rake you over the coals as a police commander and look at your numbers. That was all Giuliani, Stan, all Giuliani. So Bill Bratton had nothing to do with anything. Bill Bratton was the guy that Rudy brought down from Boston to carry out his wishes, period. He didn't institute any policies on policing. Well, I'm sure he did privately, oh, yeah. but sure but I, but wait, wait. But what I'm trying to tell you, Stan, is that this was all Rudy Giuliani. I'm telling you what I know for a fact. Now, here's the point. You're living in the past with this I, guy. I'm not living the in the past. The man of today is not the same man. You can admire him for 30 years ago, but we're not 30 years ago. It's, it's 2022, and the man that I see has no as, – as Scott – what was his name? The uh, – Consultant that you had on towards the end of the show last night. Scott really, Levinson. What was it? Yeah, gave it with both barrels. He has no credibility. He is not going to be remembered well. That's all and, in the eyes of the beholder. Well, that, yeah, well, uh, look, we're in a democratic city. I, I have not, look, what he did 30 years ago, I have, it was okay. It was good. It was wonderful. But that's a different Giuliani. So the man today has no credibility, has been a liar many times. So, you know, what was then was then. We're in a different time. You well, can like him and so forth. Well, I understand Stan, that. Hey, Stan, I, I always appreciate your calls. And, folks, please don't send me emails asking me why do I have Stan on. Stan is welcome and embraced in the show just like everyone else is. So to send me emails asking why do I have him on, you can do something a little more productive with your time. I, I embrace all callers that reach out to this program. I take I take all the telephone calls, even if you're you're uh, very uh, critical of uh, of me. And so I want to before we go back to the telephone calls, I'm going right back to it. The beloved saxophonist again, GoFundMe page, one hundred and thirteen thousand. That was as of six p.m. last night that the public has donated uh, to him. So now apparently. The NYPD arrested him after multiple warnings and after refusing to show his ID. I want you to listen to what his arrest sounded like when the NYPD officers approached him. Why you're arresting me? Because we told you, meaning the officers, three times.
that you, you can't take up all the space that you want to take up with your hustle. One. Two. It's against the rules to be down there hustling. Three. Some people may enjoy the music. Others don't. Four. As I've said two or three weeks ago, when when NYPD officers ask you for identification and you do not produce it, 95% chance you're going to get cuffed and taken to the station house and arrested. Period. Until they can identify who you are. So I started out saying in the area where I agree with Mayor Adams, and that is on the arrest of this saxophonist, but I disagree on the Giuliani uh, point. I want you to listen to Adams on what he had to say in defending uh, the police officers. It was about five or six of them involved in arresting the saxophonist. The homeless people living in encampments, they have been there for years. People not paying their fare, they have been doing it for years. Uh, People disrupting and littering have been there for years. That's the problem. We have a subway system that is out of control. And the mandate was, Eric, we need to bring back control. So a passenger called and said, this person is taking up space on the platform, which can be very dangerous, by the way. So the police went and stated, sir, you can't take up this much space. You have to get this organized because if you do, people can be hurt. He disregarded them. They asked him three times, totally disregarded them. They said, you know what? We're not going to take action. We're going to call our sergeant. The sergeant came, sir, we just need you to do it within the transit rules. He disregarded them. So now I need to ask us. We can't have it both ways. We can't say we want order in our subway system, and then when police officers take action, we're saying, well, we don't want that type of order. No, I'm not sending my police officers mixed messages. Be polite, be kind, give people an opportunity to correct the condition, but if they refuse to do so, take appropriate action. Now, if you look at the video, the police weren't yelling, he was yelling. He was yelling, he was screaming, he was creating disorder. He went to the, pre, to the district, he was issued summonses, he was giving back his items, and he went on his way. Mayor Adams uh, discussing the situation, and, um, you know, Pat Lynch, uh, over one of the many private conversations, the president of the PBA that uh, he and I have had, he was the one that really schooled me to policing. In which he said, Dominic, um, sometimes policing is not pretty. And what do you do when someone tells you, no, I'm not complying? And that's what happened here. He can't, the the saxophonist, he he may be the next uh, Wynton Marsalis, right? But you don't get to tell us where you're going to perform putting the lives of a fellow transit riders at risk because they got to walk around you. We just saw where a woman fell on the, onto the tracks and was run over by the train less than 24 hours ago. 
Let's go back to the telephone calls. I've got to take a break, but I want to get some of you in here. Let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Yeah, I want to switch what I was going to say. You know, you said something interesting about the saxophone player, Dominic. You said some people like the music and some people don't. Well, you know something? I wish that that standard was applied across the board because in my mind, uh, Andrew Cuomo is the devil incarnate. And the reason I say that is because he unleashed this law where people could smoke pot outside. You'll be waiting for a bus and you have to smell that crap. Okay. From where it comes from with the wind blowing it in your face and everything. You can't get any relief because he allowed people to smoke that in public and there's no escape. And some people don't mind it, but some people mind it very much, but the people that mind it very much are screwed. So you see, the thing is, there may be some standards still operable in the subways with music, but that should exist across the board. We got to get rid of this marijuana law in public. We got to clearly make it that they cannot smoke in public. I want to know what the status of that is. Well, you know, well, I agree with you, Larry. Thank you for the call. But, but, buddy, you and I have lost this argument. That train left the station a long time ago. Now you have politicians knocking each other over to show how progressive they are. Hey, you want to smoke weed? You want to smoke marijuana? Go ahead. Hey, that's Dominic Carter with with his granddaughter. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. You know, we're only smoking weed, Dominic. It's a plant. Oh, your granddaughter's going to smell some of that, and she's only two years old? Well, get over it, Dominic. You know, you're becoming so conservative. That's the world that we live in today. I will be right back with your telephone calls. We are going to go to Alyssa in Manhattan. Then we're going to go to Brooklyn, Rockland County, Yonkers, Pennsylvania, Boston, and the Bronx. Talk Radio 77. Here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you. We have a lot of calls and I have so many topics. Even if I don't get to flush out the Rikers situation, we'll deal with it tomorrow if I run out of time today. Because there are so many things I haven't really focused on the shooting of this woman uh, on the Upper East Side a 20-year-old woman pushing a, 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 a baby stroller, and she's shot. Oh. And then we have Mayor Adams uh, going after Mayor Giuliani. And in one aspect, Adams is correct on defending the police on the arrest of the saxophone player. Because, folks, I have always felt. I know people that love the uh, the subway entertainment. I have always felt that none of it should be allowed. That is not a place, the subway, for people to, you know, to entertain. And, you know, some of the people that are doing it are nice, but that's still avoiding the rules. Bottom line. Alyssa, Manhattan, good morning. Good morning, Dominic. Um, I wanted to comment on, first of all, on Mayor Adams. 
uh, I happened to see the news conference where he I, I couldn't believe when he suggested that Mayor Giuliani be arrested because to report a crime when one doesn't exist is a crime. I was just completely shocked by that. Um, and you're right. The total lack of respect is just I mean, he is so full of himself. It's unbelievable. Um, but, you know, sticking with him, I you are so good at researching facts and, and, and giving us correct information. I was wondering if I could ask for a little bit of help from you. Go ahead. But it just has to be quick. It will be quick. I happened to see um, Mayor Adams did an interview on a TV show on Friday, and he quoted some statistics, which I don't know if I'm living in another city, but, you know, this this came right out of his mouth, and I'm like, what? According to him, homicides have decreased 30 percent, shootings have decreased 30 percent. All right, and they've gotten three thousand guns off the street. Right, the the mayor the mayor has been saying that, but but Alyssa, in the interest of time, because we have a lot of calls, you can basically play with numbers any way you want to, uh, to make them come to a result that you're looking for. For example, and, and I've said this many times, you can even make dead bodies disappear. Dominic, mm-hmm. are you smoking something up there? WABC? No, I'm not. What happens is if you're towards the end of the year and you need and you're close to to reaching the number your goal for murders, then and there are three murders that are still up in the air. If the medical examiner happens happens to uh, hold up his his or her investigation, those numbers don't count against you. So you can find numbers and I've seen politicians do it. So that's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I just couldn't believe he sat there with a straight face saying this. Right. Not well, the least of which they said to him, well, your poll numbers are a little bit low. He goes, no, according to what I have, 64 percent of the people think I'm doing a fair to really good job. Well, I, I don't I, know where you're getting that 64 percent. I don't know where he's getting that 64 percent from, I, but not from this I, show. I, I hear you, Alyssa, and I and I thank you for the call And the reason why, another reason why I'm defending Mayor Giuliani in this situation, because Mayor Adams needs to understand, and, you know, I've known him a long time, I've known, and and on a personal level, and I've known Giuliani a long time. Mayor Adams needs to understand that you may be high on your horse today, but there's going to come a time when you're going to be a former mayor and how would you like if the new top dog in charge of the city went after you? It's just not the right thing to do. And factually, let's be honest, folks. This man, Mr. Gill, uh, 39 years old, the suspect in the, uh, the shop right situation, no matter how you slice this apple, he walks up to Mayor Giuliani Mayor Giuliani does not see him coming. He invades the mayor's personal space and puts his hand on the mayor. And it's not just a a, a slap, a, a gentle slap of of of, of endearment. 
Because again, and I, I, I welcome you, I embrace you to look at the video and don't look at the, don't look at the back. Look solely at Mayor Giuliani's head and you'll see his head because he didn't see it coming. You'll see his head jerk forward. And then the mayor, then the mayor turns to his left to see what's going on. And then the mayor gets cursed out because of Roe v. Wade. Because the guy doesn't like Giuliani. Well, so what? You don't like the mayor, loser. You don't have the right to just put your hands on a former mayor. of Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? And then the current mayor is basically defending you and describing you as the victim. You're not the victim. And you should be prosecuted. You don't have a right to invade the former mayor's personal space. Again, a 78-year-old man. What if he had fallen forward and the current mayor dismisses all of that and says, oh, 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 the, the, the guy, the guy, the guy, Gil, Gil, he spent 24 hours in jail. He's, he's the one that's the victim. Jennifer in Boston. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Can you hear me okay? Loud and clear. Okay, thanks. Um, I'm so with you in what you're saying. Um, I was utterly disgusted when I heard the full clip of Mayor Adams speaking. Um, I just think we have lost all civility, uh, decorum, whatever you want to say, as a society. And I think the Democrats, people like Stan, <laughs> the level of vitriol they have toward people that aren't like-minded, I have to be perfectly honest, and even my friends that are Democrats, believe it or not, I have them, <laughs> they even say that the left is wild against the right. Um, if they could take that energy into positive things like um, just this, just this, you know, this this week, there was a – did you – I don't know what you saw this. There was a five-month-old baby girl shot in the forehead in Chicago and killed in her in, – sitting it, in a car seat. It, it, it happens all the time now, Jennifer, and, 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 no, and no one says a word. Yeah, five-month – and like I said, like I and, was saying – As a matter yeah. of fact, Jennifer, there would be more attention paid to it if it, if it were a puppy. Nobody cares oh, yeah, anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pop shot or by accident, you know, chasing, you know. Oh, uh, uh, now, 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 if it's a police officer, the live trucks at five, the live trucks are coming, the satellite trucks are coming, the news directors are going to send five reporters for every single angle on the story. And before the reporters arrive, the, the, the person that was shot was an honor student that was doing everything great, was going to go to college in the next 20 years. I, kumbaya. Anyway, Jennifer, go ahead. Well, a very good boy, as I said. But if I could add one more thing. The, the thing on Giuliani, do you remember what happened several months ago when that 87-year-old woman was pushed by that girl walking down the street and she fell and died? Yes. I mean, that's all it takes. I'll tell you right now, someone laid a hand on my parents. It's not going to go good for them. I don't care who they are. And the fact that because he disagrees with this man politically, he feels he has the right. And then, like I said, just the it's I I just can't wrap my head around the fact that a current mayor of New York City would speak up on behalf. This is what you and I and everyone that call talks about Dominic. 
the perpetrators are the victims, and the victims have no rights, and what happens to them doesn't matter anymore. They're, they're persona non grata. It's like nothing. Uh, it's just, I, I, it's, and I'll, one last thing. Michael Savage used to say, coined the phrase, liberalism is a mental disorder. And I used to chuckle and, you know, kind of like, honest to God, the longer I live, uh, I just don't get it. Like I said, the vitriol, the vile things that come out of their mouths. Um, if you disagree with anything, you know how it is. You're a racist. You're a bigot. You don't deserve to be. When there was a uh, last thing, when there was a twist. Got to be quick, south, Jennifer. Got to be quick. There was a tornado a couple of years ago down south when Trump was in office. Mm-hmm. Babies died. Whole families died. And Twitter didn't take any of these remarks down, by the way, but they were going on and on about how great it was. Less Trump voters because it was in a southern state. Right. Well, well, Jennifer, as always, I appreciate your call. And tomorrow, folks, I'm going to deal with the um, January 6th uh, committee. We just had too many items tonight, way too many items. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC coming up at 1 a.m. Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. Let's go to Al in Yonkers. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Good morning to you, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to say, you know, I enjoyed your uh, special election coverage last night within New York State, the primaries. Uh, You always make it so interesting. Well, that's very kind of you to say. Oh, it's just the truth. I just wanted to say, you know, uh, Zeldin, uh, I felt, had a solid win. Uh, You know, he was able to get get out there early uh, as opposed to his opponents in the primary. And I think he uh, did a good job networking throughout the state with the party leaders, and uh, he pulled out the vote. I do believe, heading to the general election post-Labor Day, that uh, he will be a formidable candidate. Uh, Your strategist guest tonight had pointed out, which I was also going to point out to you, that it's true. Uh, Last year in Nassau County, uh, Bruce Blakeman had an upset victory to become the Westchester, uh, the Nassau County executive. And I believe in Nassau County, the Democratic DA was defeated yes. by a Republican. Yes. So I do think uh, post-Labor Day that the race will tighten, and we'll see what happens from there. Do you agree? Uh, yes. I had. Thank you for the call, Al. I had not really considered the Nassau County factor in terms of what happened there, where Republicans came out of nowhere to win the county executive seat, Blakeman, and also district attorney. And so when you look at that alone, that is a game changer, meaning that we can't sleep on the governor's race. So people like me that have covered these contests for years, historically, would almost go to sleep now with the general election. But something's telling me uh, that we better pay close attention. Let's take one more call before we take a break. And uh, coming up after the break, our Carter Care segment. Let's go to Marianne in Queens. Good morning, Marianne. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, It's a pleasure for me to speak in your program. Congratulations for the good uh, time that we gave us uh, the opportunity to talk and say what we feel. Right, Marianne, but you, you got to be quick. You got to be quick. We have a lot yeah. of calls. Go ahead. Uh, it's about Giuliani. Okay. Giuliani was the best mayor we ever have. And when a mayor that so far has doing nothing and attacking someone that is so respected in America, that have Giuliani as the 
mayor of America for his performance against crime. You mm-hmm. have to ask people in Washington Heights, South Bronx, and, and Upper Manhattan East, what job did Giuliani did to protect the citizens from crime? Stand and, forget and Marianne, about all that. With, with all due respect, I don't have to ask anybody because I covered the guy uh, practically more mm-hmm. than any other reporter. So I I know firsthand uh, what he did. And, and see, that's why, and thank you for the call, Marianne. When I say, folks, uh, the reporters that are based out of City Hall, just rewind, what, 20 years ago, 20, and that was me covering the mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani, each and every day. And we would go to war just about each and every day. But after it was over, so folks like Stan, they would have loved my coverage of Mayor Giuliani back in the day. But I've matured and grown as a person to realize that history will record Rudy Giuliani as one of the best mayors ever of New York City. I'll be right back. New York proud, New York loud, with New York attitude. All here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. It's awful what happened just a few hours ago. 20-year-old mother pushing the stroller with her baby, fatally shot here in New York City. The young mom walking with her three-month-old was shot in the head by a suspect who approached her from behind at Lex and East 95th Street around 8.20 p.m. So uh, less than four hours ago. Now she's dead. The baby was rushed to Metropolitan Hospital. The mom died an hour later. The baby uh, is is uh, was unharmed. Was unharmed, and the shooter fled the scene, traveling eastbound on Ninety Fifth Street. So Mayor Adams uh, spoke at the scene of the incident. Um, and thus far, as of right now, the investigation is ongoing. As of right now. No arrests have been made. Stan in Rockland County, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, good morning. Um, I got an opinion that's probably going to be really unpopular with you, and I'm sorry, but I just have to say it with regard to the mayor and that incident that happened. I saw the entire video. I watched it really closely. So did a lot of other people. And it a love tap. You know, the mayor didn't move. It was just a pat. And the thing is, I looked up the definition, the definition of physical assault. It's got to be really, it's got to be an actual injury or causing extreme pain. That was the definition. Now, Giuliani is a lawyer. He knows what to say. He says he was in extreme pain. It felt like a gunshot. You know, that triggered the assault. I'm sorry, but I got to call it the way I see it. Um, this was, I don't think this really was assault. I think that the only, and I'm not saying that the guy didn't invade Giuliani's space, I'm not saying it wasn't verbal assault because it absolutely met the definition of that. But in terms of the physicality, I, I got to call it and say no. Okay, so so Stan, um, huh. I I I grew up and I I respect what you're saying. I grew up uh, as a little boy. I used to be scared to death at 10 p.m. because this this um this uh, promo would come on right before the 10 p.m. news on Channel Five. 
and it would say, it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? Right? It would, it would just scare the hell out of me. Right? The voice. But I also remember growing up, before I, I knew that I, and I'm coming around to, to you now, Stan, before I knew I wanted to go into journalism, there was a reporter who was blind, and he would sit on the set with his glasses on. And the reason why he would sit there on the set with his glasses for the blind on is one day he left the studio, I believe, at Channel 5, and a, a mobster or someone threw acid in his face. So what I'm trying to say to you is that I can only speak on a personal level for myself. I do not like people invading my personal space at all because I don't know what your next move may be. And the former mayor is entitled to have his personal space protected as well. So so what I'm trying to say, Stan, I'm going to give you the final say before I move on. You don't see it uh, as as uh, a serious matter. And maybe based on the definition of what you just gave, maybe you're correct. But I believe on the video you're looking at it in slow motion. And still, what gives this guy the right to think that he can put his hands on a former mayor of New York City? Okay, take, take, the, take the mayor out. Uh, a former U.S. attorney that took on the mob. And who is this clown? I mean, you think, do you, okay, I tell you what, Stan, not you, but go try and do that to Adams and see what will happen. Go try and do the same exact thing to Mayor Adams and see how fast those uh, four to five uh, plainclothes officers will surround you and jump on you for the same exact thing that this person did to uh, Giuliani. I hear you. I don't disagree with anything you've said. I'm just saying the way it looked, you know, that and I didn't watch it in slow motion. I watched the actual footage. OK, as they posted it. OK. And um, it, it just, you know, you know, I like I said, I think he inflated the severity of it. Now, the guy did invade his space. I'm sure there's an additional charge for that. But in terms of just I'm just calling the actual assault. I, I'm just calling a little bit of BS on that. And that's all I'm saying, which is why I thought it was going to be unpopular. And I can understand that. Right. Well, no, Stan, I, I appreciate you for articulating your point of view and doing it in a reasonable way. I thank you for the call, calling from uh, Rockland County. Let's go to Tony in New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Hi, Tony. Um, go right ahead, please. You, you said that you have a personal relationship with both. Uh, the mayor and the former mayor. Well, well with, so, with Adams, with Adams, I've known him personally for more than thirty years. We we've been in the same uh, uh, social settings uh, privately for for many many years, and I've known Mayor Giuliani for a very long time. That's what I meant. And what I'm what I'm what the point that I'm trying to make is why don't you, for the sake of New York, and for the sake of you know being the good guy. Make peace between these people. Bring them together on your show. Tony, Tony, I, I, I would love to, but I don't even think the Pope could get that done. No, Democrat, Democrats, Democrats, here's the truth. Democrats uh, see Rudy Giuliani, the, the progressives, and they want nothing to do with him. And no matter what, no matter what positive that Rudy Giuliani has done for the city of New York, Eric Adams does not believe it's in the best interest of his career to break 
bread with Rudy Giuliani. So I, I don't I don't see that happening ever. Eric Adams is is running towards the White House and and he's not looking back. So to answer your question directly, Tony, I think even with the bad blood, the Rudy Giuliani that I have known all these years would say, let's put it behind us, let's meet. He would meet with Adams, but it's Adams that's not going to do it. Thank you very much. Let's go to Jimmy in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jimmy. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, good morning, uh, Dominic. Uh, I wanted this is, this is crazy what's going on with the shooting. I, I just yeah, I'm just horrified what happened with this uh, 20-year-old woman. Yes. I just uh, I can't. Uh, and then they still they still uh, um, uh, elected reelected the reanominated uh, Kate Kathy Hochul after she caused this uh, you know all this crime. Well, I you know I I don't have the details uh, of this shooting, but for this woman to be this mother to be executed like this, this is personal. We don't know if it's a crime of passion, but in all likelihood, this is a hit, or the shooter knew this woman. In some aspect. But here's what I do know, and thank you for the call, Jimmy. The country's greatest police force is on it. And they're going to have the information. And as of right now, they're probably checking every camera within a 40-block radius of of Lex and East 95th Street. And remember, the same type of thing happened with the shooting at the Burger King in East Harlem. And... um, that moron uh, used the card or what it was at, at a nearby store and the police uh, going through the area. That's how they found him initially and then went to the shelter and made the arrest and so on. With me right now, I'm going back to your telephone calls in one second, is Frank Morano and the other side of Midnight. Good morning, Dominic. What do you have coming up this morning? Uh, Action Pack show. I just finished watching this documentary. You may have uh, noticed me watching. I'm sorry if I disturbed you because I know it was a little graphic. All about this serial killer uh, called the Green River Killer. And it's the 20th anniversary of this guy's arrest. It's, It's a fascinating story. It's this guy that was, by all accounts, a model citizen, a model neighbor, model father, and he killed about 40 people, most of them prostitutes. So in light of that uh, 20th anniversary of his arrest, there's a new documentary out called Sins of the Father, the Green River Killer, in which they interview this fella's son and a lot of other people around this fella. And the uh, the director of that documentary, Robert Twilley, is going to join me. We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more. And I talk about Atlantic City every week, but this week the whole world's going to be talking about Atlantic City because... Starting Friday, there's scheduled to be this huge labor strike uh, where you could see four or five casinos potentially all have their folks uh, go on strike. We're going to get into it with a terrific labor reporter by the name of Michael Sinato. And then uh, we're going to continue our weekly series of conversations with Brian Kilmeade, guy who might be the hardest working man in radio. And uh, we'll go through the news of the day with him, including his claim that he said President Trump was unhinged after uh, January 6th. So we'll get his take on uh, why he said that, and his take on uh, the testimony we heard before the January 6th committee this week. Another great show coming up starting in about uh, four minutes. Let's go right back to the telephone calls. Alona in Westchester County, you're talking to Frank and Dominic. The two greatest guys on the radio besides Giuliani. Oh, my. Thank you. That's (laughs) awfully nice. Thank you. 
and I mean it. So I just want to say, you know, you know, you're brought up a certain way, and you know, you're supposed to be brought up with morals, character, and value. And and I think Eric Eric Adams is basically showing the world who he really is, you know. And to go after someone that's 78 years old who got smacked on the back, and when you're 78 years old, your back isn't as good as it was, you know, prior. Absolutely. And I, Right. And I think that it's classless what he's doing. He's showing everybody that all he's really interested in is himself. I, I find it like a bully mentality. I don't think he's representing. I think the police are probably embarrassed the way he is. And you're going after someone who's like a policeman. Giuliani took care of New York. And I think he's upset because he can't ever be like Giuliani. And, you know, I, I think it's shameful that, you know, he's going after Giuliani when he has so many other things that are necessary to really take care of in New York City, which will he ever do? I don't know. And, you know, I, you know, I want to get Frank's take on this. But the way the way I've seen this done over the past 35 years is it's done in a very diplomatic public way. The mayor, the current mayor, turns the other cheek and does not comment on a situation like this. No matter what the reporters may ask you, what 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 should have been said is this matter is under investigation. We hope that Mayor Giuliani is doing well. Period. End of story. Frank? That's exactly my view. I don't see why uh, Mayor Adams needed to comment on this at all. I you mean, know why. Uh, well, right, for, well, for political purposes. Right. He, he should have just said, uh, the, the, uh, the DA's office is investigating. I trust them to handle this investigation Boom. fairly. That's end it. Of, end of story. You know, end of story. I think in some ways it actually makes him look small by tangling with someone that hasn't even been in office for 20 years. I mean, it shows that just about anybody can get his goat. And at age 78, and believe me, Rudy Giuliani has more energy, I believe, than oh, you and I, Frank. That's for sure. I've but seen it, him on the but campaign it, But at age 78, the man is entitled to respect. Anyone that is around Rudy Giuliani knows that the way he carries himself, he is to be respected, especially for what he did for the city of New York. Frank Morano, The Other Side of Midnight, coming up next.